Good afternoon. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung doing Allendale Market Talk, uh, Episode 3. Uh, here it is, uh, January January 23rd. We're brought to you by Jock Jams 2001. By far, probably the best one out there. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of uh, uh, market terminology today. We're going to talk, obviously, uh, shutdown day 33. And then we'll uh, we'll get into our uh, our conference a little bit, which is uh, quickly approaching, and we know that because the weather has shifted. It's cold, it's snowy, it's icy out there. So let's get right down to business, uh, Mike. We've uh, day thirty three. Yeah, definitely a lot of information out there about what's going on here. We have one. We had the president come out and talk to everyone via video a couple weeks back, which is responded to by Pelosi and Schumer by the video of their own, mm-hmm. moving into no invitation sent, basically, for the State of the Union, but Trump today comes out and accepted the invitation, so a lot of messiness about what's going on right now. Yeah, so, a little bit of the pomp and circumstance uh, from when uh, Pelosi was uh, made uh, Speaker of the House again, that she... You know, she did the the normal invitation for uh, a a State of the Union address. Then uh, that was January third. Then on January sixteenth, she said, "Well, given the government shutdown, I think it would be better if we decided to go ahead and try and uh, resolve the shutdown before we had a State of the Union address. So let's delay this a little bit." Right, and then today we came out with Trump responding to her wanting to reschedule it and saying, no, we're going to have it on the day that it was rescheduled for. I'm going to come in and give the State of Union address. I don't know if any of the House is actually going to be there. All he said was that he wants to do it in the chamber, in the House chamber, uh, as normal. Our, the people of the United States need a State of the Union address. Right. So we know at least Trump will be there. That's what we can tell you for sure right now. I, I kind of get to, I'm, I'm at the point with this shutdown where I think uh, uh, the news media needs to just turn the cameras off, stop giving them a platform, and just let them get down to work. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, Everyone's everybody kidding. wants to be in front of the camera. They're yeah. all trying to sway public opinion, which we saw when Trump, he came out and gave his offer, which wasn't even given out to the general public before the Democrats were already coming in and rejecting it. So really, there's nothing going on. Just like today, we have dueling bills going through, one from the Republicans, one from the Democrats, trying to end the shutdown. But really, nothing's going on, because both of these will most likely get rejected. Right. I mean, both sides are just miles apart on on what they're looking at. One, One side, you know, is working on a physical wall. The other side is, is talking about a smart wall, whether it's uh, more uh, more manpower, uh, drones, you know, they're, they're electronic. Uh, app's right from your phone, right? Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> I mean, we've got the Nest app working at our borders. So um, that's the, the idea. And then when it comes to, um, you know, talking, uh, get kind of shifting away from the, the shutdown, now we're, we're also talking uh Besides Allendale's conference coming up next week, we've got a meeting with uh, with China mm-hmm. on the 30th and 31st. And out of nowhere yesterday, and this is what kind of what broke the markets and what made us uh, try and figure out what the heck was going on, is um, there was an announcement or there was a report by several news media uh, outlets that said 
the U.S. had rejected a preparatory meeting with the vice chancellor and someone else um, from China to, uh, to, to get ready for this meeting next week. So the market sells off on the cancellation of a meeting that no one knew we had. We, there was never an announcement that we were going to have a prep meeting. Right. And on top of that, we have Kudlow coming out afterwards saying that not, this wasn't actually true. So not only is there a meeting being canceled that no one knew about, we come out later to say that it's not true. So it just goes to show that with the shutdown, with the lack of information we're getting, this trade is so ready to grasp onto any kind of information that's being thrown out there. And that story... Actually, I think was originally put out by Financial Times. I think yeah. that's what really yeah. got it and going. Then I think uh, CNBC jumped on it. Uh, Fox News jumped on it. And the tough part about this is, you know, we see the the market break on that information. Well, that was about the third market day in a row where we'd had this announcement or this leak of information from the White House about these trade meetings and about you know who's offering what. You know, originally it was. Uh, Grassley talking to Lighthizer about uh, the lack of progress. Then it was uh, Lighthizer uh, and uh, Mnuchin that were talking about um, pulling back on the tariffs. Mm-hmm. Then it was China was ready to offer what something ridiculous like a trillion dollars a year for six years or a trillion dollars across, over six, across years, yeah. six years. I mean, if you do the math on what they do for us, do with us right now, or I guess pre-tariffs. It's 125 billion. Well, across six years, that's 750. It's not too much of a stretch to think that we couldn't get an extra quarter of a billion, a quarter of a trillion dollars out of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, supposedly, from what I've heard, is that the the president uh, would prefer to have that trillion dollars in two years. Right, as which uh, I, I mean, mean, of course you would. It's like saying I would like five trillion right now, as opposed <laughs> to five years. Well, of course, you'd want more money in the short term. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 the lottery payout. But you want <laughs> exactly. But you want to know what the only thing constant about all this has been it's the Cudlow effect. <laughs> yes, the Cudlow effect, where uh, they 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 wake up uh, Larry Cudlow and say, "Hey." This just came out. We need you to go out and get on TV and, and tell them it didn't happen or, or tell them that's not the case. You guys have your information wrong. So it's 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 amazing that with the lack of information that we're getting from the USDA, how easily the markets are swayed on just headlines. And mm-hmm. um, we saw yesterday, you know, the on, on Tuesday after the holiday, the uh, the beans broke. 17 cents on on that original news and by the time the the market was closing we had gotten about half of that back but it was the damage was done right you know and then today we don't really get any information and it's just quiet and, and we just we didn't do anything in in beans it was kind of an update but more probably correction from yesterday mm-hmm. and then corn i mean corn literally did nothing <laughs> you had one Coming month, one it. month down, uh, down a tick. One month unchanged. The next month was up a tick. So uh, it's we're just not uh, we're not moving on things. And so you know that's I guess the best uh, that we can do for right now is is we just relay the information that we're hearing and, and what's moving the markets. And unfortunately, it's nothing solid. It's all rumor. And so we buy rumors and we sell facts and we do the opposite of that sometimes, depending on what the rumor is. Um, 
So let's uh, let's move on. Let's yeah. uh, let's go to uh, uh, to some of this terminology that uh, uh, we as we were listening to our our podcast from last week, we we noticed we might have said a few things here and there that you know if you're new to commodities or you're new to trading, you you might not have understood what we were talking about. Go ahead, Mike. All right. So some things we went over last week were terms like longs, shorts, options, futures, and again, we just wanted to go over this because going back with a fine tooth comb, we realized well. That might sound like jibber-jabber to some people. Like When we say long, we're talking about buying into a market, taking a position that you want to hold and sell at a later date when optimistically the market is higher. Correct. As opposed to being short, where you're selling the market thinking that this market's going lower. Uh, other than, another word for thinking the market's going to go lower is bearish. And flip that on its head. If you think the market's going up, price should get it better. You're more bullish on the stance. Uh, so that's some terms that just going through, we thought we might want to go over and throw out there, make sure that everyone knows where we're coming from. Um, when it comes to options, options are really just you have the option in the future to take control of this commodity at a certain price. Um, so if you're buying an option today and it's for a month down the road you have the option at that given price to have ownership or have sold that commodity at that price and i might be in a little ahead of myself here because it is a rather in-depth conversation about the various options and everything but we just want to get out a little little background on mm-hmm. it Sure, absolutely. I think a lot of uh, a lot of our our clients uh, you know they have some they have some uh, concerns about um, margin. Uh, uh, they have some concerns about uh, futures. They, uh, you know, futures are fairly straightforward. It's you're basically as the market moves, you're on the hook penny for penny. If it's going in in your favor, obviously that penny is going in your favor. It's going into your account. If it's going against you and the market, let's say you're you've bought the uh, futures and the market goes down two cents. Well, those two cents are against you. They're in your pocket. So um, that's something that, uh, you know, what we'd really like to do, and, and we've done this in, uh, at uh, conferences in the past where we've, we've gone and broken down um, option trading and how to, how to talk about it and, and exactly how it can be beneficial to you as opposed to the futures, because the futures, it's ultimate risk. Right. You know, you've got Risk if the market decides it's done. And, you know those those guys that thought the market was uh, going to rebound after we broke ten dollars uh, in at the end of May, and it never did. You well, know we're those, still waiting. It, 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 <laughs> correct. Yes. And, oh, boy, did you say that like a farmer? Uh, <laughs> no offense to the farmers and all of our wonderful clients out there, but you know that's the kind of mentality that we take is that eventually it'll come back. You know, but it's. If the if you think the market's going to rebound from uh, after it breaks ten dollars and you buy that uh, you buy that futures contract, you were in for a world of hurt as it continued to go down. I mean, shoot, we hit at the low. I think we hit eight fourteen yeah. or something like that on the September contract. So you know that's over a dollar that you're on the hook for. You know, on just one contract, that's uh, that's five thousand dollars. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. you're talking over a dollar and a half. I mean, you're talking seventy five hundred dollars just on one contract, five thousand bushels of beans. Right. You know, 
So that's uh, that's kind of what uh, we hope to do is that, you know, we'll educate a little bit. And, you know, if we can kind of try and convey that over this this podcast, we would love to do that. Uh, some of what we can do, we can actually, you know, we could actually do a webinar uh, kind of like what uh, Rich is doing and just give a an update of this is our option trading um basics mm-hmm. and and we could explain that and and put that out as supplemental uh uh information for everybody so i think that's something that we'll probably want to try and do in the future yeah, in the future and in the meantime if you guys are listening and you really want to know about it right now you could always call in uh we'd be happy to answer questions like that yes uh, greg mcbride <laughs> <laughs> uh if you are trying to call in it's 800-262-7538 we have a lot of capable brokers here that would be willing to sit down and talk to you guys about these subjects and i mean options alone you got four different options right. that could take a while to explain all right and and the 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 reason that we do want to start talking about this we want to make sure everybody's educated on it is we have our conference coming mm-hmm. up next week where we're gonna we're gonna be rolling out all sorts of option strategies future strategies so um, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's comfortable with the positions they're getting into, or that we're that we're presenting to them uh, at this conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing worse than getting a position you don't understand. Right. So let's talk about this conference. Um, let's. You know, we've got uh, Drew Lerner speaking on Tuesday. Uh, I've worked at Allendale now for ten and a half years. This will be my eleventh conference. Uh, Drew has been here for every single one. He is fantastic. Year in and year out, when we did these live or since we've been doing them as as webinars for about the last five years or so, Drew is the one person, the one speaker that everybody asks, if they've done our our conference before, is Drew coming back? Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. Um, He... The amount of information that he comes up with, I didn't know that I needed to know that sunspots were important Mm -hmm. when it comes to weather. I, I thought... I thought that was just something that you got when you stared at the sun too long. Right. You know, it actually makes a difference when it comes to forecasting and getting an idea of whether we're going to be looking at hot or rainy or, you know, lack of sun uh, or, when it comes to the photosynthesis, photosynthesis process. Right. And also extreme weather conditions and stuff like that. He, he is very good. And like, like you said, I, I do have people as well call in asking solely about what Drew Lerner is saying. Right. Uh, so, I mean, and going back to that, if there is insurance agents, elevators, anyone that's working and would like to buy this and invite your friends, you guys can chip in the cost. We really don't care. Uh, just to get this information on as much people as possible, just have a viewing party. Right. Uh, you know, call your, call your clients. If you are a... Uh, an insurance agent, if you're a, a fertilizer dealer, if you're a banker, call your clients. Get, get this set up so that they can come in. I know it's getting to be short notice at this point, but get a get a call out to them and say, hey, we're going to, to show this. It's not going to cost you anything. I mean, you're going to incur that cost, but it's it's well worth oh, yeah. the $250 that, that we're charging for it. I mean, the amount of time and effort that uh, that our team puts into uh, getting these ideas put together, the the technicals and the fundamental information, um, it's it's amazing what it can do for getting yourself set up for a plan. And that's you know when you're talking about bankers, 
they want you to have a plan. You have to have a plan. And yeah, to make a plan, you need information. And we have really talked about this weather, but we also shouldn't undercredit the grains and livestock because that is equal, if not more, mm-hmm. of the conference. Because especially with years like this, you don't have information. You, How are you supposed to put all this together when you're out there on the farm and you're dealing with cattle, which is a full-time responsibility, and your grains, and having to plan on what you're planting. And you have all these responsibilities, and then on top of that, you're supposed to go out there and research all this information about what's going on in the world. Right. We'd like to break that down for you, and we have Rich here who does a fantastic job at getting all this information together for you. Yeah. So, the uh, uh, like we said, Drew will speak on Tuesday. That me- that uh, presentation is not recorded. That's the one that you have to show up to live. Uh, that's 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, Central Time on Wednesday, the 30th, also the first day of that uh, U.S.-China trade uh, uh, conversation. Uh, that is when we're going to do our uh, grain outlooks and, and uh, oilseed outlook. So we're going to be talking about corn, beans, wheat, uh Rich has done a fabulous breakdown of the fundamentals that are going to drive these markets. And obviously, without the USDA around, we need some guidance, mm-hmm. you know, and we need to be able to come up with how are we going to protect prices for you? Because barring a disaster, this market is probably going to spike up or going to rally into spring, late spring, early summer, and then fall off by the time you're ready to harvest. So we need to make sure that you have a plan uh, that can can get you ready for that uh, that process of, uh, you know, oversupply, I guess, is the best way to do it when we go, go into harvest. Right. And also with all the risk on the table, I mean, say China comes in and we don't get a deal done. We get tariffs that put on and say worst comes to worst, China cancels everything. Right. And we're stuck with a ton of bushels. You need to know how to control that risk because that is a lot of risk that we have on the table right now. I, I think and I think that's the, the thing that a lot of people lose sight of is that we're in a 90-day, I guess, holding pattern. They call it a truce, whatever you want to call it, with China on these on these tariffs. If we hit March 1st and we don't have a deal in place – We've already said more tariffs are going in or increases in tariffs from 10% to 25% are going into place. So that there's a lot riding on the, on the line here, and we want to make sure that uh, as a company and as, uh, as you know, advisors to, uh, to farmers that we have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah, that will be coming up next week, uh, 29th to 31st. Feel free to call in to get signed up for that we'd be happy to do that for you uh you can reach us online on twitter at allendale underscore inc.com by email service at allendale inc.com or over the phone 1-800-2-MARKET that's 1-800-262-7538 sign off for allendale market talk is mike lung and greg mcbride you guys have a great week